In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. You know, change is a strange thing. Sometimes we welcome it and crave it, and sometimes we fear it, and it causes hysteria. We sometimes want the world to change around us. We don't want it to be static. We want new things. But some kinds of change bring us fear and anxiety. But the wonderful thing is that some things just don't change. Whether you live in your father's house, whether you take your possessions, whether you go to a far country, whether you live with harlots, whether you waste your money, whether you live through a famine, whether you feed swine, or whether you attach yourself to a citizen of that country. What doesn't change is that when you are back in your father's house, you are still worthy of the robe, the ring, and the sandals. You see, there are some things about us that just don't change. We can change the exterior. We can change appearance. But the core doesn't change. The beautiful thing about the way God created us is that he put the core so deep into us that we can't touch it. We can't touch it. We can't change it. It's behind vaults and locks and doors and safes that we don't even have the combination to. We change lots of things externally. We even go a little under the skin. We change the way we live, the way we act. We change the way we treat each other, the way we react. We change our lifestyles and our patterns and our appearance. But the core, the image and the likeness that is from God is his and his alone, and it doesn't change. That's why when the son goes back to his father, although he's done all these horrendous things, although he's gone through all of these horrendous experiences, he is still his father's son, and that doesn't change. No matter what we've done in our lives, no matter how we've lived, no matter what we've transgressed, we're still the same. At our core, that core that is untouchable, we are still the image and likeness of God. And that's why repentance in our church through the sacraments, the Eucharist, that's why all they do is they reset us to who we really are. They don't change anything. They just bring us back. We try to change. But they bring us back. They bring us back to our true identity, our true nature. They bring us back to who we really are, not only in the eyes of God, 
Because the eyes of God are not delusional. You know, we say, this is how God sees us. God, because he is perfect, doesn't see illusions. What God sees is the actual reality. What we see is what we try to change of it. And so, the story of the prodigal son reassures us. It reassures us that things don't change. Even if they change on the surface, they don't change at the core. Through our own experience in the world today, things change around us. And this is the kind of change we don't want. This is the kind of change that makes us anxious and even afraid. We see things we have never seen in our lifetime. We see things we only read about in history books. We're seeing changes on a daily basis that we only thought existed in science fiction films. And yet, the core doesn't change. What doesn't change is we have the image and likeness of God within us, and we are in the hands of God. Now, that doesn't mean being careless. It doesn't mean being um, dismissive of what happens around us. It means we are wise. It means we are observant. It means we are courteous. We are loving. We are caring for one another. It means we are respectful. And even when we are afraid and fear will come, you know, it's fine for me to stand here and say, don't be afraid. That doesn't change anything. All we can tell you is what to do with the fear. I can't tell you how to feel. I can just bring to your attention how you react to that feeling. Fear will come. Anxiety will come. But we need to go back to the fact that although things change around us, there are some things that do not change. Over the coming period, we may do things differently. In our own homes, in our societies, in our schools, in our workplaces, even our churches. But some things don't change. The core doesn't change. The fact that we gather here for the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ doesn't change. The fact that we gather in fellowship, and the beauty of that fellowship is whether we are gathered in one place or any place, it doesn't change. Tribulation will come just as that which befell the prodigal son. Now the difference is he brought it upon himself. Sometimes we suffer tribulation that just befalls us by the nature of life. I'm really disturbed by people who start to say, this is the wrath of God. I have news for you. Nobody has a direct line and gets memos before us. We all get the memo together. If God is going to say to one person, this is the wrath of God, he'll say it to all of us. 
Our world has suffered in the past. Wars, tragedies, famines, disease, it's all been there. And we've come through it. That is the nature of life. But the greater reality is that some things don't change. The God who created us doesn't change. His love for us doesn't change. Our being in His hand does not change. And our confidence in Him doesn't change. That confidence is unwavering. Confidence is reassuring. People tell you you are delusional. So be it. But I know that my God doesn't change. And I know that his love for his world doesn't change. And I know that his care for his world doesn't change. And I know that me being in his hand doesn't change. And so we stand reassured. Whether we have sinned in our own lives and we go back to God in repentance, or whether we face things that are beyond our remit, The core of who we are is his sons and his daughters. And that doesn't change. So we give thanks for a God who does not change. And we give thanks for his love and his protection that is beyond anything we can imagine that also does not change. And glory be to God forever.